Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I want to talk about the gifts of the ick. And while I'm definitely not a fan of putting frosting on the poo cake, as I like to say, or trying to gloss over life's challenges with platitudes of it's always it always works out or love will always get you through. The truth is, it does always work out. And love really will get us through, but it requires some skill to see it and to allow it. So I actually want to spend some time today pulling this apart a little bit. And again, my intent is not to minimize what comes up for us or to ignore it. That just honestly, that leads to like festered wounds. Rather, I want to talk about ways to transmute the ick. Okay, because for some of us, sticking our heads in the sand and actually comes naturally, right? Like nothing to see here, no big deal. Lost my job, grandma's sick, car broke down, kid got kicked out of school, but all's well, right? And then on the other hand, on the other extreme, we have those of us who sit in the funk, become defined by it, live our lives against it, or allow it to consume us. And then, of course, there are some of us who fall in the middle. And regardless of where you fall on the spectrum, those responses may not be serving you. So today I'm going to offer some other approaches to the funk of life that will maybe facilitate some transformation and healing rather than avoiding getting stuck or being defined by it. So how can we get from suffering, resistance, terror, anxiety, and dread of things that we don't want to a place of like surrender, acceptance, and dare I say gratitude for circumstances that life presents to us? Well, let's explore a bit, okay? So I think it's helpful to remember that our experience of life is not shaped by the conditions or the circumstances, but rather by our perception or what we decide to make it mean. So think about a challenge that you've experienced in your life, and it could be something that's happening right now, it could be in the recent past, or it could be something from your distant past. What was the story you created? What did you make it mean? How did you or do you feel about it? What decisions did you make in response to it? Or how did you act in response to it? Did you learn from it? Did you grow from it? Did you get inspired by it? If not, that's totally okay. That's what we're here for today. We're going to actually talk about some options for how you might think about it going forward. And one that I want to talk about is to explore it as a learning opportunity. To ask yourself, like, what can be learned from the experience to better prepare you for the next time something similar happens? Or maybe even to prevent something like that from happening again. What knowledge could you gain that would set you up for a future in which the benefits of that learning actually exceed the cost or pain of whatever that triggering experience was? So let's use a work example. Imagine that you have very manualized processes in place and there was a human error. Like, and this human error resulted in a missed deadline that resulted in a revenue loss. So you might feel frustrated or regretful or even guilt and shame. However, if if we approach this as a learning opportunity and not an opportunity for self-loathing or self-flagellation, we might review the whole system. We might take a look at everything and look at all the opportunities for improvement that then could result in setting up maybe it's automated processes and systems that streamline the entire operation in such a way that you can do more faster and with a higher level of accuracy, which might actually 10x your business revenue. 
And perhaps none of that would have been explored if the error hadn't occurred. So then we can transform the challenge, the mishap, the error is then transformed into a gift. And another approach I want to discuss is repurposing life's challenges to see the opportunity to develop your own inner power and strength. Like, is this an opportunity to explore? Like, what power is this allowing me to grow? And I want to use example of weightlifting. I'm, I'm definitely no bodybuilder, but I think weightlifting is a great illustration of this because the muscles actually tear in order to grow bigger and stronger. In response to the micro tears of the muscle fibers, the body repairs and adapts that muscle to better handle whatever caused the damage. Isn't that fun? Your like your body already knows. Your body already knows how to use quote unquote damaging events to get stronger. So then we can apply that mentally and emotionally. Let's use the example of a breakup or the end of a relationship. Perhaps this is an opportunity to build your self-love muscle. Maybe historically you've sought out relationships in an attempt to fill a void inside of you. And the breakup now affords you the opportunity to do this for yourself. Like whatever was missing is something that you can actually replace. And the gift of doing so is exponential. Developing a solid relationship with yourself that translates to feeling whole and complete will 100% transform all your other relationships. When you come from a place of wholeness, the connection with others becomes bonus. I actually saw a meme once that said something along the lines of, I love myself. Your like is extra. I was like, yes to this, right? It allows us to let go of people pleasing or any codependency tendencies that we may have. Something as painful as a breakup, a divorce, or loss of a friendship holds within it a potential blessing of allowing us to strengthen something within that then will enhance our lives. And the third option that I want to discuss is using the challenge or the unwanted event for inspiration. Like, what is an action that wouldn't have happened if this quote-unquote bad event hadn't happened? I think of organizations like Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Like, a tragedy inspired a mother to take action. Action which four decades later has resulted in a 50% reduction in drunk driving deaths. And this type of response provides the opportunity to rewrite the narrative a bit. The memory of losing a daughter to a drunk driving accident surely brings a feeling of grief and loss, of course. And now, once there's inspired action, that story then gets connected to this new story of preventing similar strategies in the future. So underneath and behind all of this really is an opportunity to manage our minds in such a way that we get to decide on purpose the meaning we give to our life events. And we get to utilize them in a way that propels us forward rather than keeps us stuck. And as I'm saying this, I'm actually, what comes to mind is the story of the founder of the Life Coach School, which is where I got certified as a life coach. And she struggled for many years with her goal of weight loss. She experienced a lot of inner struggle about not being able to achieve her goal. And this fueled her to do inner work, to learn more about the relationship between thoughts, feelings, and actions to learn how to love herself regardless of body shape, size, and achievements or lack thereof. And ultimately, she was inspired to leverage that knowledge, the experience, and the inner growth to create the Life Coach School, to show others how to do the same. 
And so she turned what may be perceived as negative life experiences into opportunities to learn, grow stronger, and take inspired action. She once said she was motivated by the goal to lose weight and get rich, to be frank. But in the process, she learned how to feel her emotions and she learned how to manage her thoughts, which was far more valuable than weight loss or money. And her story is such a great reminder that we can get bogged down by the issues, the problems, the challenges that are presented to us, or we can get curious and see what they have to offer us. Weight loss and money goals were transformed. Like she, like, yeah, that's what initially came to her. That's what she thought she wanted, but she actually transformed that into an inner and outer revolution of being able to embrace, allow, and enjoy life regardless of the circumstances. And it resulted in her growing a business that facilitates healing and growth and empowerment for thousands of people. No, probably tens of thousands. I have no idea, but it's exponential, right? Because she trains people. They go out and help other people. And that's just an exponential sharing of growth opportunities. And it far exceeds the struggle with weight loss. Again, that's what her starting point was. That was her motivation. But what resulted was beyond that. But had she stayed stuck in the struggle, none of what she created would exist. And a couple of months ago, I was at a Life Coach School conference and I was listening to the CEO of the school talk about her journey as a Harvard trained attorney who became the partner in a, or became a partner in a successful law firm, had a picture perfect family, and she was miserable. And she stumbled across a podcast by another Harvard-trained attorney turned life coach who said four words that stopped her in her tracks. And those words were, happiness is available now. And while she thought those words were bold-faced lies, completely ludicrous, it was enough to inspire curiosity and it was enough to inspire her to reach out to that that podcast uh, speaker. And then this set off a chain of events that led to her becoming a certified life coach, leaving her career in law, and eventually becoming the CEO of the life coach school. And now this is, as I'm saying this, I'm like, this is starting to sound like an ad for life coaching and the life coach school. I assure you it is not. My point here is that while I was sitting in the audience listening to her story, I thought, what an effing coup. I actually like wrote that in my notes (laughs) because a colleague asked if I would send her my notes and she like, highlighted that and sent it back to me. I didn't even realize I had written it down, but that it just, I was like, what an effing coup. Like, because the founder struggled with weight, she set out on a mission to improve herself, which resulted in creating a business to help others create the lives of their dreams. And then a Harvard and Yale trained attorney found the life coach school and was brave enough to face her fears of leaving law to become a life coach which then led another woman in law hearing that it's possible to actually be happy outside of chasing achievement, who then stepped off a path that was not meant for her to live a life where happiness was indeed available to her now. Like, come on, you guys. (laughs) For, For all of these women, like, is anyone, I feel like I'm like standing on the top ropes, like beating my chest, like, yes, This is so exciting and inspiring because for all of these women, the path, it was peppered with struggle, discomfort, fear, frustration, shame, and and so forth, right? They just didn't stop there. They looked for the gifts and the ick. They allowed themselves to be transformed by it rather than be defined by it. And the contagion effect blows my mind. 
right? When we step into our own work, our own growth, healing, learning, the unknown, unanticipated impact that has on others and the world is beyond what we can even imagine. How fun is that? (laughs) And this is what is possible for all of us. We can gift ourselves with the potential of our lives by looking for the lesson, allowing ourselves to see how it can strengthen us and looking for inspiration in the ick. So in closing, I want to share just a couple nuggets to take with you, like just some actionable things, which are some thoughts and questions that you can try on that can help you shift into seeing the gifts. And one thought I like to, I use for myself is I'll find a way to use this. Like, right, no matter what it is, like, how can I actually use this, right? This helps us lean into where is the lesson? Where, what is this allowing me to grow inside of myself? How might this inspire me? So I'll find a way to use this. This is a gift or an opportunity. And related to that is the saying that my old yoga teacher taught me, which is see the beauty or see the lesson, right? Everything that comes to us is a gift or it's an opportunity. There's beauty in it or there's a lesson to be learned. And if we open ourselves to that, like we will blow our minds with what is possible. And a couple of questions to pose for internal exploration is, how is this for me, right? Not like, why is this happening to me? But notice the difference. Even when you think that thought, like, why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? Change that out with the question, how is this for me? And just notice how that feels different, right? Rather than feeling stuck and fearful and as feeling, honestly, when I think like, why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? That puts me in sort of a victim state. But how is this happening for me? For me, that opens up to curiosity, exploration. What can I find here? And then the other question I like to ask is, what if nothing has gone wrong? Oh, that's kind of related to how is this for me, right? But what if nothing has gone wrong? What if this is not a problem? What if this is an opportunity, So if this struck something in you and you're feeling inspired to transform something in your life that you feel like is holding you back or you're feeling stuck, let's chat. Go over to jessicasmorrow.com. You can schedule your free consult call and get started ASAP. Also, if you haven't already gotten your free digital copy of the Unblocked Journal, as always, I will put the link in the show notes so you can get access. This journal is a tool that helps bring awareness to what's going on in your mind, both consciously and unconsciously. And this can help you see what are you making, what are you making your life experiences mean and whether that perspective is working for you. And as always, if you think what I talked about today uh, might be useful for someone you know, please feel free to share it widely. And of course, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free.